is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to No Gimmicks here on the DFPN. I am your host, Black Mac, along with the other host, Frankie D, a.k.a. the real one, a.k.a. the one that's turning heel tonight live on the show. Episode 43, we are back in the building. Before we jump into the show, if you are listening to our voices and you are not watching us live, then you know what you need to be doing. Join the Patreon, www.patreon.com slash Podcast. Shout out to everybody who has joined us and contributed to the monthly. Uh, we have grown exponentially over these past couple of weeks. So thank you guys for uh, joining us and having some fun with us. Shout out to everybody who came out to the game night. That was really fun. That was awesome. But if you are not with us, patreon.com slash Podcast. Also, MRK is dropping new music on the Bandcamp, thatfillin.bandcamp.com. We have more music to react to over on the Patreon, so join them there. $3 gets you the entire That Fillin catalog, thatfillin.bandcamp.com. We also have merch. Go to the Teespring and search for that filling podcast at teespring.com. And finally, actually not finally, but almost there. True Colors, June 10th, Maya World, Brittany Brooks. We are going to be sponsoring that match. We have Maya World coming in tomorrow. We will be interviewing her tomorrow, uh, June 10th. San Antonio, Mission Pro Wrestling. Shout out to Mission Pro Wrestling. True Colors. Get that pay-per-view at titlematch.com. And shout out to the Bob Coach Podcast. We are sponsoring that podcast. Make sure you guys tune into it. Frankie D. Yes, sir. Welcome back. Welcome back. Right. We are jumping right into the shit today. Sure are doing that. <laughs> we are jumping directly off the deep end. Now, it was announced last week. We didn't get a chance to talk about it last week, but it was announced that AEW would be launching Collision. Uh, they did sign a new deal with Warner Brothers Discovery for a new five million, uh, five year, sorry, five year billion. Uh, dollar deal, which enabled them to launch Collision. Along with that, we got Dark and Dark Elevation uh, no longer with us. Rest in peace to both of those shows. But AW Collision has caused quite the stir. It's going to be on Saturdays. Is this really an ideal night for television? That has been the big debate. Ticket sales have suggested that this may be a bit of a struggle. My question to you, is this show, is AEW Collision doomed to fail? There is a lot of negatives surrounding this show. Is it doomed to fail? Well, first of all, why don't you, for the listening audience out there, why don't you bring up some of the things that people are saying, the the reasons why, it, you know, it would fail and, why people are so negative, why they have a negative, you know, you know, speech in their mouth as far as you know, <laughs> this show, this show sucks or this show's garbage, 
or it's a WCW ripoff and yada yada yada. Why don't you go ahead, Mr. Black Mac, and, and let the audience know and then I'll respond. Okay. So uh what I will say, the main knock on this show is that let's just let's just address the elephant in the room. The main knock on this show, there's 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 two big ones that are knocks. One is the 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 logo, obviously. You 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 alluded to it that this looks like a WCW ripoff. This looks like their version of Nitro, but it is on a Saturday. That is that is knock number one. Knock number two. They announced this show. When they announced it, they announced a lot of names: Miro, Thunder Rosa, Powerhouse Hobbs. People that don't necessarily get the shine that they they get on Dynamite, right? They this show is supposed to be dedicated to them. One name is very much not there, and it is not leaving a great taste in people's mouths. And that name being CM Punk. The lack of presence of CM Punk on this show, they feel like. The 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 talk of it before this was announced with this that Punk was going to be featured heavily on this show. They haven't mentioned CM Punk at all since they they've announced this show. People do not like that. All right, then it's on a Saturday. The fact that it is on a Saturday, um, which. The, this is one I've been getting from the from the independent wrestling community. The fact that it's on a Saturday does not bide well for a lot of independent promotions because a lot of their bigger shows are on Saturdays. And this could hurt them depending on which market AEW decides to go in. Um, so there's a there's a there's a lot of things working against this show. The fact that they are presenting a lot of these talents that are not being featured on Dynamite, uh, and we we talked about about some of the talents I'd like to see on this show, but the 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 fact that they are bringing some of these people on the show is a positive. But beyond that, there's a lot going against this show. So, what are your thoughts? Well, let's go ahead and talk about the logo first. So, when I first saw the logo, I said, this looks very reminiscent of WCW Nitro. I said this at a point where I actually went to Google, the Google machine, and I got the logo for WCW Monday Nitro. And it looks very similar. Color scheme and all that, okay? My thing is, the last time we did a show, which was about, what, two weeks ago, Yep. We did we did our, our show. We were talking about Wembley and all that, which is kind of funny because now no one's talking about All Man anymore or the Wembley ticket sales, which is kind of kind of crazy. No one's talking about it anymore. Um, but you know, nonetheless, we were talking about how WCW always WCW always uh, tries to somehow emulate WCW. That's the way we look at it, and. You look at the logo here, and it's like, damn, man. It's like, yeah, it's true. There's sometimes WCW 
And I'm really surprised at this point that instead of calling the show Collision, they just didn't full go out and say, welcome to AEW Saturday Nitro. Because they could technically do it. <laughs> WWE doesn't, they, WCW, WWE has WCW Monday Nitro, okay? But what people don't realize is back in the day when WCW was on TNT, they had Saturday Nitro. Saturday Nitro was the the placeholder they used for movies that they would play on the network. Mm-hmm. So I'm really surprised that AEW just, just didn't go with Nitro. Saturday Nitro, they could have they could have done it and gotten away with it legally. But I don't know why people would be upset about the show when the whole time we've been talking during this podcast and other podcasts out there, we've been saying that there needs to be more time for some of these talents that are not featured every week. And if they want to do this hard roster split, this is great. Powerhouse Hobbs, Ricky Starks, Hook, um, a diff- bunch of different cats said that that don't get prominent TV time can now go and get prominent TV time on Collision. They have more than enough time now. There's no more excuses. Plus, you still have Rampage that you can do something with as well. Now, my only thing is, is that is Jim Ross going to be commentating on the new show on Saturdays? I would hope so. That you need Jim Ross on there, and I think yeah. the, I think the lack of Jim Ross, honestly, I think that hurts Dynamite. I've grown comfortable enough to not have him there, but I do miss him. I I, I will I will admit to that. Well, I will never be I, I will never be a fan of listening to Excalibur, and and it, it is basically I get the knock on Excalibur. And well, what's the knock on Excalibur? He's racist. Yeah. So I would, I would, never, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm never going to, just like I'm not a fan of Kevin Owens, because wrestling skit or whatever the hell they were doing, back in the day when they did it, at PWG, it, no, there, there's no, there's been no accountability for that. Do you want to have, you want to have Hulk Hogan have accountability, right? Well, Hulk Hogan had accountability, but somehow Ric Flair's never had accountability for his shit, and Excalibur has never had accountability for his shit either. Other than oh, took him off dynamite for one or two weeks, and that was it. There's, there's, mm. there's no accountability. So I will never be a fan of that at all. Nonetheless, if it gives wrestlers more of an opportunity that we don't see, like the Abaddons and and yes. Sky Blues and all these different you know females out there on the roster as well that don't get TV time to push those stories, hey, I'm all for Collision being a success. But my thing that I was talking to you about before we started this, this podcast tonight was if you can't get your main show right, how can you go and put another two-hour show on, then still do something for Rampage, then you're still pursuing Ring of Honor as well. That's overkill, and you need to split up the creative teams in order to make this a success. You have Jeff Jarrett back there, Jacob St. Roberts back there, Dean Malenko, Arn Anderson, Dustin Rhodes. You have a bunch of cats that have been successful in this business, were successful during the height of this business and you're not utilizing these people. And I think that's a big problem. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna follow that with, if they do this right, I think, I think collision will be a success. And there's enough of me that's seen what they're, what they've been doing with dynamite to give collision a chance because they were in this holding pattern with dynamite for a while where it just, the story wasn't good there or lack thereof. They were just throwing matches out there. They've gotten away from that a, a lot over the past month. 
So I'm hoping they stick to this, whatever formula they're using right now and apply that to whatever they're going to do with Collision. And there's enough talent there to where you can make something credible on a Collision and you don't have to apply it to Dynamite storyline-wise. You can have all this stuff play out on, on Collision. I hope that's the route they take because the the general thing about AEW's format is it's all rushed. And if you have another two-hour show that you're just going to rush, I don't think the fans will buy into that. That's just me. I don't... I, I'm I'm almost positive it's going to turn them off and you won't get the ratings on Saturdays, which if you're going to have a two hour show, you need the rating. You need something credible to put out there for the fans. And the fact that they've been letting dynamite breathe and there's a better flow to that show. I I'm really, it makes me really hopeful for it. maybe falsely because We've been doing these podcasts, and I'll admit, you've been saying some real shit on here that has come to fruition. So I hope, it is my hope that they stick to what they're doing with Dynamite and apply that shit to, to Collision. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be completely just honest with you about this right now, what I think, too. I honestly believe, and then we'll get to the time slot and we'll get to CM Punk. Right. But honestly saying this right now, I believe the biggest, basically, the biggest damage that was done to AEW and AEW's credibility, and they're still suffering from this today, was when they lost Cody Rhodes. I agree. Um, Cody, people don't understand just how big of an integral part of AEW Cody actually was. Uh, it's he, like they got the heart ripped out of him. Exactly. Co- Co- yeah. Cody, Cody Rhodes to AEW is what AJ Styles was to TNA Impact Wrestling. I agree he with was that. that. He was that guy. And to yeah. see Cody on the other show with the other company, it shows, to, it shows me failure by AEW. It's a credibility that they have never gotten back with the audience. Mm. And they've well, and they've, they've lost it, that. Here, here's he, it's twofold. It's twofold on that front, right? Because you look at you look at what they lost in Cody, and look at what Cody is right now in WWE. Is Cody a main event player? Yes and no. Is he is he is he championship material? Can Cody carry the WWE? These are questions that we have actively about Cody Rhodes right now. And I think that serves that serves a purpose that that says WWE is still the better the better product. Because this guy was the heart and soul of your company and he's over here and he's not the champion. He he's on the main event level right now, but for how long? He's gonna cool off. I think it shows. I think it speaks volumes that yeah. this guy was in AEW, didn't really perform all that much. To be honest, Cody was doing side projects, yeah. but the fact that Cody was able to come to the WWE, return to the WWE, and the fact that this guy <laughs> main evented WrestleMania, 
one of the biggest WrestleManias of all time. That show, even though he lost, it still was a big deal that he was able to come in and main event of WrestleMania, whether he won the prop or not. He still is a guy who came from the other side, helped create that, and now is working for the biggest company in the world. Right. That's a big that's a big credibility issue. And and to say that AEW, listen, AEW has brought in talent after talent. How many pay per views when I was when I was watching AEW religiously and ordering the pay per views monthly? How many talents did we see them bring in as a surprise from the? I mean, I I, I go back a to lot. Adam Cole. I go back to All Adam out. Cole and and Daniel Brian Danielson showing up at the end of All Out. That yeah. was crazy. I'm like, okay, this don't get no better than this shit right here. WWE, that product was stale. That product was in the garbage. And I will say this right now. The WWE product is still stale outside of the Bloodline storyline, which is kind we'll of We'll get risen. to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. But it's still a stale product, in my opinion. It's not must-see fucking TV. It's 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 not. It's not. So it's this not. is where I hope, if they're listening, Tony Khan and company, if you're listening, make the Saturday show special. Make that show special like the night when we were all excited when we saw Dynamite for the first time. And we were like, wow, look at this shit, something different. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is that there's been so much bullshit with AEW. It's been so much bullshit since that media scrum when CM Punk did what he did. And then the follow-up has had been lackluster by AEW to the point where it's still affecting business now. You I have think... a huge credibility issue with your audience. It's a huge problem because you have yeah. CM Punk fans out there that are not going to watch the show until CM Punk comes back. That's the bottom line. And CM That's Punk... True was rumored to be a part of Collision. So Collision was rumored to start um, at the, be, be at the uh, United Center in Chicago. It's going to yep. be called the Second Coming or some shit. And all of a sudden, and people were hyped about that. But now all of a sudden, now there's these other issues that have come up about a steal. You know, Punk wasn't back on the road with him and all that. And I'm like, okay, hey, if Vince McMahon can do what's best for business and give people second chances, do the same thing here with ACL. Give CM Punk what he wants. CM Punk is your biggest star you have. Give him what he wants. And and let's all make this happen. That's just pretty much what it is. Because obviously, your elite ain't doing it, bruh. And, and that proves mm. in the numbers. I would be inclined to agree with that. Numbers are numbers. And they ain't moving the needle. No, and it's, and it's, and it's nothing against... It, I mean, it's really not even the elite's fault, to be honest, that they're, they're they're not moving the numbers. It's that they have been seen. I mean, they 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 took a step down, dude. Honestly, from when they were in the Bullet Club to what we the presentation we've seen. Like, I was really big into Kenny Omega when yeah he was the cleaner in in New Japan and that whole thing he was doing over there. But when we come to AEW, we don't see the cleaner. And I think that's hurt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, it, and it's just, I, I just, I would love to see the AEW product just get 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 better at what they're doing. And obviously, 
that's not happening at the moment. I mean, it might be happening on Wednesdays, but we got a long road to go before they get back to where they were at when they could do no wrong in the business. I think that time's gone. Yeah, the the honeymoon period's over, but you can salvage that. You can salvage that somewhat. You don't have to go, you don't have to go the way of WCW as far as creative being that bad to where the show is unwatchable. And there were some points that the WCW during the dying days, that shit was unwatchable, dude. It was garbage. But yeah. it stuck with it just to watch it. it was, even even when WCW went out of business, they were still the highest rated shows on TNT and TBS with that shit they were putting out. <laughs> you know, and, I, and I, it was funny to me because a, a, a partner of mine at work, he was like, so he's like, so did WWE, WWE ever put out a Best of Thunder? I said, hell no, they ain't put out a Best of Thunder. Nobody, Hell no, for nobody what? wants to watch that shit. <laughs> if you want, if you want, to, if you want to watch Thunder, you watch the first six months of Thunder, and that's pretty much it. Other than that, that shit was garbage. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I hope they don't fall into that trap. But so here's the thing: with the appearance of Collision, dark, dark elevation going away, that was a hub for the independents. So I'm seeing more independents starting to show up in Ring of Honor. Is that a great move for them, or should they should they be concerned? I don't really think it should be a concern. I mean, I, I think they could work together. Um, it, it's it's all about rebuilding the brand. You know what I mean? They they got a lot of cats out there that 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 need work and. That's one thing I will say positive about Tony Khan. Tony Khan mm-hmm. doesn't really fire anybody. That's true. He does. He doesn't fire anyone. If like if I if 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 it was up to me and they're like, you know, you want to work with someone, I probably work for Tony Khan. Cause he just seems like a real cool, cool, chill dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, he is. But this this is this is what I don't like about that. It's when you have this saturated roster, right? He doesn't really need. He had a saturated roster too, bro. This is true, but and look, oh my god! I, I, hold on a second. Let me let me say this real quick. Huh? Look at all the people that that were that were released from WWE, right? That that yeah. Triple H, that Triple H hired back, and they are not doing jack shit with him, and they're not even as over. You remember how over Brian Strowman used to be? Yep. And where he's at you would, now? You couldn't even tell me like. I couldn't. I wouldn't know that he still worked there. Right. That's what I'm saying. So that's one thing. That's one thing. One good thing about Tony Khan is that he he don't really fire anybody, and he does at least try to get you something. Like you won't see people all the fucking time, but he at least tries to get somebody on when he can. And he's gonna do that because it. And he's gonna really do that now simply because listen, he knows the deal that. Dark Elevation and Dark was a place for indies to go out, you know, indie talents to go out there and get their shine and whatever. And he's gonna he's gonna incorporate those talents into Dynamite and into Rampage, into Ring of Honor because he knows he still needs those enhancement talents. He needs right. to find out those talents. Wrong. His his roster is saturated. Yes. Does he have too many guys? Yes. But hey, you know what? The WCW have too many guys back in the day. Yeah. You had. You had you had you had you know sixty five or sixty people to show up to, to TV thirty people would work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's that's the type of shit where we when we wanted you wanted yeah we do compare 
AEW WCW, but the AEW compares themselves all the time to WCW. And we can compare the bad shit, too. Just like that. The, the oversaturation of the rosters. But WWE does the same thing. WWE has a bunch of people on a roster that you never see. That they put on main event or, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's the same thing. But now Tony Khan has more TV time that he can you know move these people around. Yeah. I just yeah. wish that he had different creative teams. Why not let Delirious come back and run Ring or not even run Ring of Honor, but let Delirious come back and book ROH. That gives I think he I think he should. You that gives you more time to focus on your other two shows. Especially if if Ring of Honor is just gonna be a streaming show on the website. Okay, let Delirious come back and have some fun with that. What's that gonna hurt to do that? I mean Delirious was booking Ring of Honor for a while there. Obviously he knows what the hell he's doing. Yeah. So bring the guy back. It's not Delirious' yeah. fault that Sinclair wanted to sell the company. True. And, 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 I think you I think you bring him back and then some of those indie talents that you had at uh Dark and Dark Elevation, you could build a new brand with them. You could. And, and, and another thing too, real quick, when it comes to um the time slot. Okay. The time slot doesn't really bother me that much because people don't really do shit anyways on, on a Saturday. They kind of want to stay in uh, and, and watch something. And if your show is good, they'll watch it. I think I think the first episode of Collision is going to do good because it's something new. People want to check it out. It's going to be up to AEW to retain that audience, to keep that audience coming back for more. And you have to do that through your Dynamite show, building up to your, your, your Rampage, which is another build up to Collision. But what I understand, Rampage probably is going to go the way of Superstars, of uh, and just be a. It's probably going to be an Eclipse show, at this point. Yeah, but my my issue with 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 that with the time slot, especially on Saturday, um, and it kind of falls into the CM Punk thing, right? So, if you're going to have these guys, the guys that you put on the announcement, right? My fear is that you have a fan that hasn't watched an AEW product before. And if somebody's really trying to check this out and say, who the fuck are these guys? You don't have star power there. And if you have CM Punk there, that may bring people to the table. But beyond that, like you have very little star power. I don't. I don't agree with that. I'm going to tell you why. When you first watch the first episode of Dynamite, you knew how the hell these people were. This like, is true, I, too. I remember when we watched Double or Nothing and the Dark Order showed up. And we were like, who the fuck are these guys? Right. And, and, and we we thought this is a joke. And like there has to be somebody else coming out. But no, that was that was them. Sue Grayson, and they had just debuted there. Yeah. Evil Uno. So, okay, we didn't know a lot of these people. The only people that we really knew were uh, Jim Ross, Tony mm-hmm. Schiavone, uh, Cody Rhodes, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, Chris Jericho. That's all That's all you knew. You didn't know a lot of yeah, these cats. But here, here's, the, here's the thing with that. AEW as a company was new. So we knew we were getting new, new people, right? AEW with a new show isn't a new company. It's not, but it it it's not a new company, right? But it's a company that's still in its infancy. It's still growing up. 
So you think they still have room to get away with bringing new new talents out to yeah. the, to the yeah. Forefront. Yeah, definitely. They actually do. Okay. Especially especially I can agree with that. Especially with the people who who miss watching wrestling on TNT. That was another big thing about Dynamite when Dynamite first debuted was the fact that yeah. like, man, this is cool. We get to watch wrestling on TNT. Dynamite really kind of went to the shitter too. I'm to be honest with you, it kind of went down to the crapper when they moved to TBS, and it, um, it didn't serve them right leaving yeah. TNT. Yeah, yeah. That because was one of the problems. it the the nostalgia factor of it being on TNT was amazing. I think that did wonders for the show. Yeah, and to hear Tony Schiavone's voice on, on, TNT. on TNT again, that was great. Now, okay, that's what I'm telling you. They can finally recapture some of that glory they had in the early days with this brand new show. But damn it, it has to look different. Yeah, I, I'm I'm at this point, dude. Like this, I come up here and say all the time, you know, they need to stop comparing themselves to WCW and beat themselves. Yeah, but in this case here, bro, BWCW, BWCW, if you have to be <laughs> WCW, put put make put this show on and, and make it like Nitro. All right, it has to be because you look. AW honestly, they have some big shoes to fill, in, whether they want to realize it or not, because of the history of the business on Turner Networks, the history of Georgia Championship Wrestling, the history yeah. of Jim Crockett Promotions, and then WCW and what WCW was able to accomplish there. That's what the whole thing is that that AEW has, and 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 it's unfortunate for them. Because they have a reputation that they got to uphold. You have to be better than WCW was. You have to get higher ratings than WCW. And I don't hear this bullshit anymore about, oh, you know, nobody watches TV anymore. Bullshit. It proves that's bullshit if you look at the, the numbers for the NBA. People watch TV if, if there's something good to watch. They'll watch the shit. And that's the bottom line. If you have a good show on and it's something that's creative and it's something that is going to pique my interest, I'm going to watch the show. But if it's three hours of crap on there, I ain't watching it. Now you can, you know, drink on that, slap nuts. All I'm saying is, when the shit gets great, I don't want to hear. Finally, shut the fuck up and watch that shit. What's because we got we, we've suffered, we suffered through the bullshit to get there. So don't come here with the fucking finally and sit down and watch the shit. Just be quiet, watch that shit, enjoy that shit. Yeah, and if you don't there's like people it, that, that have suffered through the famine, through the drought of not having great wrestling. So when we get That's it, bullshit, the rest man. of you motherfuckers coming in here need to be quiet. I have not had, I, no, I, I have been fed plates and plates and plates of bullshit for you. No, what I'm saying, <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that people forget about TNA and TNA used to put on some damn good shows. No, they did. You know they did. They absolutely when they did. they lost their soul, when they lost their heart, which was AJ Styles, and they lost their soul, which was Jeff Jarrett, it was downhill mm-hmm. after that, bro. Yeah. No, I agree. And that that's that's the Cody effect for AEW. Right? Absolutely. Because you have somebody tied to the infrastructure of that promotion and when they leave there's damage there's yeah. real damage yeah and he's and he's proved that there there's there's been significant just people people look at that as a, as a negative and nobody knows 
the real reason why Cody left. And and there's just there's been no transparency with this shit. As right. nothing. Right. That's another problem with AEW. There's no transparency with anything. I used to think that was a good thing. Now it's kind of annoying. Yeah. Yeah. At first, when we first, the whole punk thing first started, we were like, yeah, you kind of handled it okay. I, and, and I originally said that because I'm like, okay, they'll they'll come out with a press release or some shit later on. Right. They said nothing, nothing. about this whole thing. Like, as, as if it never But and, and in turn, it allowed people to make their own fucking stories. It allowed so, people to make their own stories, and it also turned off your fan base. Yes. It turns your fan base off because you, you're trying to play your fan base like they're idiots. And that's what happens. But finally, real quick, while we're on the AEW front, uh, AEW Fight Forever finally coming out. With a release date, June release, 29th. June 29th release date. Um, I'm looking to see what the what people say about it before I go out and buy it. If there's, I mean, I'm not biting a bullet for that shit. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'll move when I'll move when everybody else moves. That's kind of my feeling on it. Like I'm still right now. I'm I'm still playing Jedi Survivor, and I haven't even gotten to the rest of the mode yet for 2K23. So I'm I'm shit. I just don't have time. I work a lot, so and I can't put another game on, on on here so yeah i'm 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 at that i'm at that point too so but i might just get it to support the brand but i gotta see what they're talking about first they say it plays like no mercy so we'll see but it's i hope like, that's right i, yeah. I really and, i really yeah. hope that's true because some of the best times i had was playing no mercy hell yeah i and, hope i hope it plays like that and, and wrestlemania uh wrestlemania 2000 and WCW NWO Revenge. Those were some cool-ass games on the N64. So if it plays like that, hey, I'm with it. But I got to see some shit first. I got to hear what people say about it and then go, because it's a new game. Right. You know? I, what I'm expecting, because I feel like I feel like they they rolled this shit out like way too early. I, I think there's going to be some kinks in it, honestly. I think they've actually... There better not be any kinks because they've had a long time. They had a long time to develop to, this to game, develop but this I, game and work I on feel it. like I feel like they were listening, listening to the people, gripe and complain that this game hasn't come out yet because shit. Just a couple weeks ago, that was the big complaint. Like this shit is not. We did. We said this shit on the show. Like fight for never. These motherfuckers ain't coming out with this game no time. So well, lo well, and behold, well, here they well, come. Well, but I think what it came down to was they, they've been saying for a while that the game was actually completed. They were having an issue. Well, it was two things that came up, you remember. GCW mm-hmm. contested the name Fight Forever. That was the first straw. Yeah. The second straw was the rating for the game. They were trying to get a T rating, but they had them put as a as a M mature rating. So, so they can get the had blood. To, they had to take some of the blood and, and some of the violence out of the game so they can have the same... Be on the same rating level as WB2K23, so that's that was those were the big hangups. So and and but I do like the fact that unlike the WWE game, this is going to be a one-time outing, but it's going to be updated consistently. So or it should say constantly updated with new superstars or whatever is going on at the time. I like that feature, and I yeah. think WWE should they should do that feature. They should if, if new people come to the roster, shit, patch them and add the motherfuckers in. But what 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 do I expect from 2K when they can't even get Scott Hall's fucking tights right on his damn? But why like they got so they got Hall's model from '98, right? 
which the 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 facial scan was nothing like Scott Hall. And yeah. then on the back where he has There's a face- couple people in that game that it doesn't look shit like them. No, they don't. But it, but, but Scott <laughs> Hall in particular on the back of his on the back of his trunks it says NWO like it did in 97, mm-hmm. but the end is crooked. And I'm like, "How do you fuck that up, man?" And then you got the and then you got Hall and Ash coming out as the outsiders. And they're throwing up the wolf pack. They're throwing up W's and shit, right? But their models are based off of them from 97 before they even started doing the wolf pack as far as throwing up the W's on. That ain't happened until 98 when they formed them as a faction. And I actually I actually contacted 2K about this shit and said of all this bullshit I'm telling you right now. And it says, oh, thank you so much for letting us know about the historical inaccuracies and all that stuff and blah, 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 blah. Okay, what are you motherfuckers going to do about it? Nothing, nothing. They're not. Thank you. They thanked you for it. Yeah, no, they said they, they they said they would tell the the proper people. Basically, <laughs> y'all ain't gonna do shit. Yeah. Y'all gonna keep that crooked ass in. You can't even. You motherfuckers can't even see shirt. I bet you wear glasses too. <laughs> you probably wear fucking glasses, and you got a crooked ass in. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> They ain't gonna change that shit. Just like, just like I was complaining the other day, I complained to WWE Network about the lack of of classic fucking footage to the network. I con- I actually contacted uh, uh, who was it? Um, I did a BBB report. I did a complaint against uh against Peacock and Universal. So somebody actually contacted me from NBC Universal. About Seriously? This. Dead ass. They contacted me about this. And and they told me basically that WWE sends them stuff. That's how it works. They send them stuff for the for the network, and they're, they're so they all, don't request anything. No, they apologize. They he, they apologize to me about that because I listened to a bunch of shows that have not been updated. WWE Saturday Night, Royal Championship Wrestling, a bunch of shit. Um, they apologized to me. That's he odd. gave me, he gave me, um, they gave me a year of Peacock Premium Peacock Plus for free. I'm going to complain. <laughs> I'm about to complain. I was paying for that shit doing? every fucking month, and they, and they said for for uh for for your basically because, basically for uh for you being upset and all that, we want to offer you a year free of Peacock Plus, which is ad free shit. So I got it for a whole year for free. Fuck that! What yeah. the hell? Yeah, I complain, man. I go up there and complain about shit. And he says, and I said, and I said, what's up with the music, man? I said, I said, well, I said, you know, a lot of music has been, you know, changed because of copyright. I'm like, bro, I'm like, y'all took, well, they took whole segments of the rock concert. I said, that's a parody song. He's parrying the song. It's legal to parody something. As long as you don't fucking use the exact copyright. Word for word. Word yeah. for word. He's parrying it. Why are they doing it? And then I said, they're dubbing their own, like, there was a, a segment from SummerSlam 91 when Macho and Elizabeth got married. They played the song together, written, written by Jim Johnson, right? They dubbed over their own fucking song. <laughs> and it's like this dude was talking about, you know, this one guy, um, he did the interview for the network. Uh, he was on WrestleNomics a while ago. He says that he became the music guy pretty much that they would go to about shit like this. And I'm like, well, dude, you don't know – I mean, if you're the guy that would be picking the music and changing up, you know what the fuck you're doing. Because why are you dubbing your own shit? 
Makes he no don't sense. know. I'm like, and I told him, I was like, look, man, I said, I'm watching Sold Out 99, and I'm watching Scott Hall come to the ring, and Scott Hall is supposed to be coming out to the Wolfpack music, and they put, they put the NWO black and white music over it. And I said, I don't know why the hell they would do that without the whole rest of the fucking show, they've been playing the Wolfpack. <laughs> it makes no sense. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. I'm so sorry for that, that oversight, and 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 I'm, I'm going to send this right now. Everything you're, you're telling me, I'm, I'm typing it up right now, and I'm going to send it to the proper people over there. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure you are. The proper people will know. Shit. Yeah, the proper people know. Hey, we got, we got to shut that Frank D guy up, that <laughs> motherfucker. God damn, he's caught on to Give us. Give him a year. Yeah, he's, he's caught on to us. Give that <laughs> son of a bitch a free pass. That's funny as fuck. <laughs> oh, shit. Speaking of, speaking of, let's go to the WWE. Speaking of the WWE. What the uh, world is watching. Yes, the world is watching. Now, one of one one of the championships that we'll be seeing in someone's hands this Saturday is the World Heavyweight Championship or the World Heavyweight Title, whatever you want to call it. World Heavyweight Title, World Heavyweight Championship, WWE World Heavyweight Championship. The big gold belt, whatever, whatever the fuck you want to call it, it's gonna be in someone's hands this week, this weekend. One of those people is AJ Styles. And AJ Styles is on record not feeling this shit. <laughs> he he does not feel this shit at all. So to to say to say what he said. I'm going to paraphrase, but it's something to the effect of these belts were made or this belt was made because Roman is holding all the belts. How could this not feel like a secondary title? And you know what? I agree with him. Bruh, it's like I'm playing 2K23 and I just made a whole new belt. Yes, yeah. that's, that's that's what it is, and I and I totally agree with AJ, and that ain't AJ Styles talking. That's Alvin Jones talking yeah. out there, telling telling the truth. And that's a shotgun, big boy. And yeah, and, and kind of Seth Rollins even in character is saying the same kind of shit. Yeah, that's what it is. But the the, the whatever we understand, the lineage of the new World Heavyweight Championship would go back to 2002 when Eric Bischoff gave the belt to Triple H. So they're following that lineage. But it just feels. Look, I hate saying it. No, it's bullshit. Yes, yes. It's, we both it's, know when you have you call it the World Heavyweight Championship. Yet Roman Reigns has the blue Universal Championship. Then he has the black one, and the black belt says World Heavyweight Champion on it. So it if he does. If his belt says World Heavyweight Champion, because remember, those belts came about because of the brand split. Remember? Two different yep. champions. Yep. So, you have the Universal Champion, which was the red strap, and you have the WWE World Heavyweight Champion, which was the black title. That was the World Heavyweight Championship was the big gold and the WWE Championship put together. That's how they got the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Yes. You are now fucking that up by having... Oh. Roman with two belts, 
Roman two belts, and then having this new big gold belt. But you call it a new big gold belt for WWE World Heavyweight Championship, even though Roman is still coming out with the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. This makes no sense. It's a convoluted fucking mess. This is a bunch of bullshit. It is. I, I'm, I'm going to call it Why not have just made. taken the damn belt, the world title belt, and have just given it to Cody? It's not like Roman would have lost anything because guess what? He still would be the longest reigning universal champion because he still has the universal title belt. There was no need to make a whole new belt when you could have just got that one back and put that belt on Raw, and that's the WWE Raw Heavyweight Championship. That's all you have to do. Now, I'm sitting up here. I'm not a booker. I'm not a writer for WWF, but I'm telling you how this shit would have worked, and it makes perfect sense. But instead of that, we're, well, Roman looks good with two belts, and, and we're going to make a cash drive because we can make a new replica, and, and we'll put it out there, and they'll buy it. That's what it is. Yeah, true. Like, I don't know if you know it's not, but they just put out the crumb line big gold the other day. Yeah, no, I know. I'm on it. I'm tracking it. It's sold out. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, boy, a, home, a homeboy of mine got one. He actually got three of the motherfuckers. God damn. Yeah, so I'm out, I'm out to holler at him when we get out of here. <laughs> get public damn. if you will. But that's the shit, though. Like, is there is there heat with Roman somewhere? I think there is. Because I ask because the guy, this move just it feels like there's heat on him. I I don't understand exactly. Okay. I don't understand why Roman's part-time at this point anyways when Hogan put his time in. Mm-hmm. Johnson, oh, Johnson put his time in. Yeah. For years. Carrying yeah. that shit. Yeah. Randy Orton put his time in. Why is Roman part, part-time, doesn't work house shows? I don't get that. So here, here was my explanation, right? And it all stems from the fact that Roman had leukemia. And this primarily during the COVID season, Roman wasn't expected to be around that much because his immune system was compromised. Now that is a legitimate excuse to not do as many dates, still keep the star power, and also, this keeps the title on you. And as long, I thought this was a relevant move. However, the further you get into it, it doesn't make sense to why we're getting promos cut on him, saying that he's a part-timer, saying that he doesn't show up for the fans, and oh yeah, we're going to make a brand new belt for someone that we are going to deem the workhorse. That part doesn't make sense to me. I think there's some haterade going on in the game here. I honestly do. I I do. And, I and, do. I, and I and I don't I don't believe for a second 
I don't think that Roman is one of Triple H's guys. I, I really don't think so. I think that I don't think he is either. I think that's a Vince guy, honestly. Um, and, and Vince has just as much pull in WWE as he ever has, and he never left <laughs> to begin with. But I think when it comes down to these guys, Seth Rollins talking, whether it be in character or not, talking, AJ Styles talking, there's there's some heat there for a guy who's yeah. part-time and hogging the belts. And the fact that Sammy and KO have the tag team championships, both sets, makes no damn sense either. When you're supposed to, you're supposed to be a brand split, you got two guys holding, you got the two guys holding both for the tag team titles. It doesn't make any damn sense. Mm -hmm. I mean, what's that do for Street Profits? What's that do for all these other tag teams, the Viking Raiders? Mm -hmm. it, it does nothing for these guys. I mean, so so, what do you do now at this point with 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 the tag team belts after nine champions? You know that Kevin Owens and Sammy are going to retain, or if they drop them, then you're going to have to put the Usos against Solo and Roman. That's the only way you can go with this. That's the only way you can go, and I'm I'm almost inclined to say Roman's going to win that shit. But it's overkill at this point. It is overkill, but right now the tag titles are dead. They're dead in the water right oh, now. Oh, Sam, Sammy and KO have cooled off. Especially oh, yeah. Sammy, and and, yeah. and there and the association with Matt Riddle has not helped them at all. No, it hasn't. That situation is is dead in the water. So you have to make a relevant move. The only relevant move I see right now with those titles, especially going into Night of Champions, is you give the belts to Roman and Solo, and then you have them go up against the Usos. It makes sense. Their story there with you guys couldn't get this done. You're probably the most, you're the longest reigning tag team champions in history of the WWE. You couldn't get this done. So I had to go get the young boy, Solo Sokoa, and we had to go get this done. There's your story right there. You, you know, you know how WWE, if they, if they really wanted to pop a rating, you know what they could do? What? Because I'm, 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 as we're talking right now, I'm going through Reddit right now, right? Mm hmm. And. It's it's August fourth, nineteen ninety seven, WWE Nitro. Hulk Hogan defends the world title against Lex Luger. Mm -hmm. He beat the Luger beat him for the belt. If they want to pop a rating, right? You have, have Roman, Roman drop it, drop one of them titles. That's how you pop a rating. Because he's because because he's <sighs> he's surpassing the like it. That's that's the thing, dude. That just boggles my mind because we talked about this shit. Before the, the the lineage of the titles, Roman, there's he's not ever gonna beat the record of Hulk Hogan because there's two different lineages. Like, you know, what I'm it saying? is. And but here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. You fucking killed that by making another championship. You killed the fact that you could have took one of these belts off of Roman by creating a whole new fucking belt. It just doesn't make sense to take a title off of him. Because now there's three belts just floating around. For, for no reason. For no reason. And people want to talk this bullshit about, 
Well, AEW has too many belts. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> There's too many belts in the main event AEW picture right has, now. AEW has one world champion. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then you have the women's title. You got the TNT title. You got the TBS championship. Yeah, they got a lot of belts. But now they can justify it because they got another show. So that's not a problem. WWE has, well, we have an idea here. Let's make the bloodline the most supreme group of all of them. Let's put all the belts on these guys. That act has worn thin, bro. It's, it's, it did. It's, it's, it did. It's fizzled out now. Like, I'm I'm not nearly engaged in the bloodline angle as I was, say, in January when we went to the Rumble and saw True. It. This is true. Because I said it when we came on the podcast, I said, yeah, Cody ain't the guy. But I said Cody could be the world. I, and I said this. I'm, I, you go back and listen to it in the archives here. I said, Cody, if, if if there was the big gold belt, I said I would put that on Cody. Yeah. He could be the world heavyweight champion. That's not a problem. But now you have you, – you, you, you took Cody out of the fucking title hunt when, it, when in reality it, it should have been Cody versus AJ if you want to do a final or Cody versus Seth again. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but but you put AJ versus versus Seth, and we all know AJ's not winning this. We know I'd be this. Very surprised that Seth AJ, is your guy. Seth is your guy. But if AJ does win, then guess what? You got you're gonna have to turn AJ heel and, and put him. You know, have the OC come out there and help him win because Seth is too fucking hot right now. Seth is too over as a babyface. Yeah, that would be dumb to turn Seth. But Seth, Seth Rollins has finally gotten over. In his career, with a character here that people genuinely like, they like to sing the song, and they like to watch the guy perform. He's doing the right shit. You don't mess that up. You know, you mess it up by turning him heel, which I don't think they're going to do that because that would be stupid. You can turn AJ heel. Because I, I, I prefer a, a heel AJ Styles. Yeah, me too. More than I do a babyface AJ. That's just me, me too. personally. I like AJ Styles work as a heel. Yeah, me too. But at this point in time, too, you do. You, you got to turn Uso's babyface at this point. There's no point to keep him healed. You got him placeholders as heels. When that whole thing happened on SmackDown, when 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 Roman got in Jimmy's face and pie faced him and shit, Jimmy was about to whoop that ass. Yeah. Like he was about to. That's what you got to go. You. That's what you got to do. They're building towards this, and I and I'm predicting SummerSlam. It's going to be two things. We're either going to see the Usos versus Roman and Solo for the tag team belts, or we're going to see Solo versus Roman. It's going to be one or the other. I'm going to guess Roman Solo versus the Usos. Could be. It could be, but the bloodline that's, that's my pick. The, the bloodline is, is, is fizzled out. And, man, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, dude, my guy Damian Priest would love to see Damian on his own uh, um, away from the Judgment Day. I think they need, to, they need to get rid of Judgment Day at this point, yes. Oh, now you agree with me now. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Hey, but I gotta tell you, gotta tell you, Dominic Mysterio and, and Rick Boogs, hey man, them dudes <laughs> wearing fringes, that is awesome. That that is awesome. I saw I saw the other day I saw Rick Boogs the other day. He was teaming with L.A. Knight, and LA, how over is L.A. Knight, man? Over. That, that's your next babyface right there. Yes. That guy is over big time. Yes. People dig it. They gave us a standing ovation every day. They were somewhere. And, 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 but they gave him a standing and he I don't think he can react. That got him that he got a reaction like that. And another yeah. guy got a reaction crazy the every day, too, was Baron Corbin. 
Yeah. Corbin deserves that shit. Yeah. He, he's been through enough shit that some good needs to happen to him. Yeah. It's like you, you. It's like put these, put these guys over. Like, L.A. Knight, Money in the Bank. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, Rick Boogs is up there. Got his, got his pink uh, fringes on his boots, and I'm like, this is cool. Cause I've, I've always been a fan of fringes, man. Ever since the Ultimate Warrior, I've always yeah. been a big fan of the fringes. You know, like you know, Warrior had them. Uh, Texas Tornado Carry my Eric had them. Macho Man had them like a motherfucker in WCW. Oh yeah, he did. Young Bucks used to wear them. So I'm I'm big I'm I'm really happy to see the fringes are making a return in 2023. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a cool. Even Tyler, it's a cool Tyler Breeze had fringes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I I like them too. I it's it's in moderation though. Like you, yeah, you gotta you gotta gotta keep it in moderation. I but I do like them. It adds like more. Them. It adds more to the costume. Yeah, not everybody can pull that shit off either. No, no, not everybody can do it. Yeah. Macho so if you can pull it out. off, then yeah, oh hell yeah, you weren't gonna tell Macho Man that shit wasn't cool, right? Love my strings on my uh, my boots there. Right, those are some nice boots you got there. What do you mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying they're nice boots. Yeah, but uh, what did you mean exactly? <laughs> hell yeah. All right, final thoughts. What you got? It's not fear. <laughs> I know the story. It's not fear. Scott <laughs> Hall looks at Macho like, what? 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 What's not, what do you mean that's not fear? It's not fear. <laughs> What's not fair, Randy? It's not fair that you and Nash get all the pussy. That's what he's. <laughs> I know the oh, story. Oh God. Oh, God bless Randy and Scott. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Final thoughts. Final thoughts is, uh, yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see if CM Punk comes back. I'm sick of the CM Punk drama, personally, and they need to get on their shit, and they got to make this happen. And and it's going to be the second coming. Let's make sure it's the second coming, and we can get business done and, and get AEW back to where they need to be. And that's just, that's my opinion. I don't want to be a Mr. Negative every time we come on this podcast to talk about AEW. I want AEW to succeed, but they need to get back to where they, where they started from. No, I agree lost, with that. They lost their way. They, 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 they lost their path in the last couple of years. And, and I, I don't know. I, I believe it started with Cody, but I think it started a little bit before that. So. No, I, I agree with that. I agree yeah. with that. I want to see them get back on their, on their, you know, on their competing ways where, because I don't know, and just internet fans are just, are fickle anyways. It's like, they'll put out, like, <laughs> Jim Russell will post on, well, whoever runs Jim's social media account, they'll post the card for, for Dynamite, and you'll see, like, laughing faces and shit at the bottom. And I'm like, what the fuck are you laughing about? Like, I don't understand that. If you if you don't want to watch the show, don't watch the show. Why even comment on the fucking post if you know you're not gonna? If it's so fucking funny, why? You know what I'm saying? That shit right there just irritates the shit out of me because those are fickle. Fans people. are fickle. They 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 don't want the shit to succeed to begin with. But yet, yeah. when WWE was the only game in town, you motherfuckers complained constantly that hated it. An alternative. Now you kind of have one. It may not be perfect, and I've been guilty of this myself. Where I'm complaining about shit, but I'm only complaining about it because I'm passionate about 
the product and I want it to get better because there are lots of talents down there at AEW but I, they could be major superstars here but they're being held back they haven't been they haven't gone to the next level yet and it's time for Tony Khan to kind of relinquish that shit and get some of these people back here like Jim Ross like fucking Arn Anderson like a Dustin Rhodes a Jeff Jarrett Jake Roberts yep. who creatively know the business they know psychology wise all these different things they've been a part of some of the best television in the history of this industry I mean god damn dude look look at look at Jeff Jarrett for instance he used to run his own fucking territory with TNA had some of the best TV going outside of WWE at one point look at the mind of Jake the Snake Roberts all the shit that Jake used to do look at the mind of Dustin Rose when he was gold dust and all the creative segments that he would come up with and that they would have him do out there even even if you have to go and get Vince Russo or somebody, you know what I mean? Let him come in and help you out. Because Ru- Russo is not as bad as people want to make him out to be. Because guess what? When Vince Russo was in, in control of creative, he, he might have had a filter. But yep. that's when the business was at its highest rates. Yep. And even even down at WCW, when he came in, they were doing under a three. He got him to a three. All right? That's just what it is. And that's, and that's history. That's in the books. So other than that, I ain't got nothing else. If you want to, you know, help control the pet population, have your pets spayed or neutered. <laughs> and that's all I got to say about that. Chico. <laughs> cool, man. Um, yeah. Join us tomorrow. We will be uh, we'll be interviewing Maya World from uh, DFW All Pro as she makes her debut to... Uh, Mission Pro Wrestling on June the 10th. So it's going to be a pretty good interview. Youngest champion in DFW All Pro history. So tune in tomorrow. Other than that, we have so much more news coming on the future of DFPN and where we're going from here. So stay tuned. If you're on the Patreon, stay tapped into the Patreon because we're going to be making announcements left and right coming soon but thank you guys for tuning in to the no gimmicks podcast episode 43 here on the dfpn until next time enjoy the fucking wrestling